When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Break with Sip and Jake, sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Back here on Early Break on the Ticket, sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Nick Sandert and Jake Bachoven back with you. I was telling Bach during the break, man, this, this week really feels like it's dragging along, Bach. It does. You, you, you get excited on Monday. It's like game week. And you just feel like it's going to be here at any time. Like it, it, like I, I woke up this morning and I was making my way to the station. I'm like, all right, let's. What, like, what are we going to talk about on Thursday and Friday? Because we got two more shows before <laughs> Husker football. And I was like, it's only Wednesday. We got to get through it. Um, once again, Nick Sander and Jake Bakoven with you. Want to hear from you guys throughout the entirety of the show? 402-464-5685, the Honda Lincoln Hotline, the Sutter Heyman Text Line. As well as the Starter Heyman Jewelers video stream, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter. Make sure you're subscribed there. Get some notifications when we go live. Um, once again, if you're just now joining us here on the 7 o'clock hour, uh, Tom Osborne will be joining Bach and the captain, Rashawn Jackson, live at Wingstop today on 29th and Pine Lake from sometime between 11 and 1. He'll he'll show up. So uh, they'll be that we'll be there from 10 to 1, but Wingstop doesn't open till 11. So. Tom Osborne will be there from at, at some point between 11 and 1 p.m. today. So if you want to stop by, say hello to the legend, the goat, um, and then fill up on some wings. Make sure you do that. Uh, once again, the legend, the coach, will be at Wingstop with with uh, Vershawn today from 11 to 1. All right. Uh, once again, 402-464-5685. This second hour, I kind of want to take a little bit of a deeper dive into Northwestern because on paper, these are two teams here in Nebraska and Northwestern that went 3-9 and nine last year. Um, they're both on six game losing streaks, right? Going back to last season. (laughs) Um, yeah, they are unfortunately. And Pat Fitzgerald is entering his 17th season at Northwestern. And here's, what's always interesting about Northwestern and the Wildcats specifically under Pat Fitzgerald is that whenever they have one bad year, they have one good year the following year. And he's led them to a couple Big Ten West titles, um, Big Ten championship appearances in the last couple years. Hasn't necessarily won because you always have to face off against Ohio State or Michigan or Michigan State on the other side in Indianapolis. But um, they, nonetheless, they've done stuff that Nebraska hasn't been able to do in, in the last four years, and that's win two Big Ten West titles. So when you, Pat Fitzgerald spoke to the media the other day, and, and Northwestern, what's always interesting, Bach, is to learn travel plans for teams and how it's different. And Northwestern actually flew out 
last night, I believe. So they're going to get to Dublin today. Um, they may be even there already. Uh, but they decided to get to Dublin a day later than Nebraska. And maybe they're just not they're, – they're also staying a day later as well. So they're going to stay till Sunday. They're, about, they're feeding about 600 people on Saturday night immediately following the game. Uh, 600 of the, the, the players and the, the immediate family and friends that are traveling kind of with the team somewhat to Dublin. They're going to feed them a, a big buffet-style meal, Pat Fitzgerald said, on Saturday night immediately following the game at like 10 p.m. So uh, hopefully they can be eating while they lo- after they lose, but we'll, we'll just see what <laughs> happens. Um, here's the thing. I want to get to a couple thoughts that Pat Fitzgerald had. Uh, and, and he was actually asked, you know, you've – bounced back in years past you have one poor year and then you bounce back and you have a pretty successful year whether that's eight nine wins you get the job done and you get to a bowl game and a a pretty decent one at that he was asked you know how do you feel about the chances of having a uh, a bounce back year once again this year and here's what oh i have to mute the site here's what uh head coach pat fitzgerald had to say about that to uh the media earlier this week i feel great about it number one because of the way they worked this offseason you know, I'll be remiss without mentioning Peter Ritz, our dietitian, who's done a great job getting our guys ready for not only training camp, but, uh, you know, also this trip and the logistics that go into that. And, you know, Jay Hooten and our strength staff, it was great just to be in the building the entire offseason for the first time in two years. And, you know, we looked like it, uh, you know, coming into spring ball, we looked like a different squad. You know, I was here all but about, I think, a couple of days this summer. And the way that we went through the summer workouts, uh, our guys, uh, you know, it, I felt like we had our squad back, if that makes sense. And, you know, the, the kind of solid trajectory that we've been on here over the last, you know, 10 to 12 years with a couple of hiccups, um, you know, there's been some in- extenuating circumstances during a couple of those years. But I feel like we got our got kind of our edge back, kind of who we are, our identity back. Uh, but now we're going to face adversity for the first time here in Dublin. You know, the trip. Uh, we're going to have things not go our way in the game, and, and that'll be, you know, I think a great uh, challenge for our leadership that I feel is in a great place now. But, you know, th- that, that leadership really has got to step up when you face adversity. And, and I, I expect and, and, and fully anticipate that it will. Uh, but uh, that, that'll be what I'll, I'll learn about this squad kind of finishing up, uh, you know, this first phase of the season as far as training camp in, in week zero with, with, with how we handle that in-game adversity. So, Feel good about us going into it, but no, we're playing an outstanding team with a lot of, you know, talented guys that are well coached and, um, you know, with a little bit of a schematic advantage uh, for their offense with us not really knowing and having any evidence of what they're going to be and how they're going to do things. And then defensively, Coach Janander's done an outstanding job since he's been there since day one, and they're very talented. They're outstanding up front. Uh, those linebackers, man, I love the way those dudes play, those edge guys. They, they're, they're fast, they're physical, they're explosive. They've added some pieces there. They've had some pieces to the back end. Now, this is going to be a huge challenge for us, but uh, I know our guys are excited for the opportunity for a once-in-a-lifetime game, and uh, we got finishing touches in our prep here tomorrow, and then uh, you know we'll, we'll, we'll get excited to get to get over to Ireland uh, you know on Wednesday morning. So that is uh, Pat Fitzgerald on on the chances of a bounce back year. A couple guys that they return as we kind of dissect the Northwestern Wildcats here. Um, they return, obviously, at running back Evan Hole, who had 196 carries last year for 1,009 yards, seven touchdowns, averaged 5.1 yards per carry. They also get Cam Porter back from injury, um, and, and but they lose Brandon Joseph on the defensive side of the ball, transferred to Notre Dame from the, the safety position. 
I want to talk a little bit more in depth because he mentioned in that quote, Bach, about how Nebraska has a schematic of, uh, advantage right now. And multiple times throughout this presser, the, he talked for about 25 minutes on uh, on Monday, Pat Fitzgerald did, and multiple times throughout this press, uh, this, this press conference, he mentioned that Nebraska has a schematic advantage, and in the first quarter, he is going that that's when they make their adjustments. That they they don't know what to expect in the first quarter, but after the first quarter, they're going to make adjustments and be ready to go. Um, and, and he was asked on on Monday who stood out for Nebraska when he turns on the tape, and and here's what Pat Fitzgerald had to say. Well, I mean, we, you go back and you watch the tape from last year, and everything stood out. I mean, we didn't play very well, and they played outstanding. And um, you know, I I think across the board, you know, you look at the talent that they've added. Uh, you know, is, is some, some very impressive, impressive players. That's, that's been a huge challenge for our defense, right? We've had to go back, watch guys at their previous institutions individually as players. We've obviously had to go back and study Coach Whipple and what he did not only at Pitt but also at UMass and different stops along the way uh, and, and take a look at some of their other new assistant coaches on offense to see if there's anything schematically that we need to be prepared for. Uh, so, you know, it's, it's obviously a lot, and we'll know a ton after the first quarter. Uh, where they're at, and then we'll have to plan to adjust at halftime and then see what they do again new in the third quarter as they move forward. So, you know, as, as opposed to talking about individual pieces, it's been more macro-level stuff that we've had to really study. Uh, and then, you know, the individual players we've had to study, like I said, at the previous institutions, along with the returning guys that, that, that they have, you know, uh, you know, from a skill set standpoint. You know, I, it's, they've got a deep running back room. They've brought in some new weapons, uh, you know, on the outside uh, at wide receiver. Uh, that sounds like they're excited about their tight ends big. He's physical. He can run, um, you know, and their old line got after us a year ago. And I know they'll have a couple of new pieces, but um, you know, they, they really got after us a year ago. Mentions that they get at, they got after Nebraska got after Northwestern last year, put up almost 700 yards yeah. on the Wildcats, 657 dominated time of possession, 34 minutes. Uh, Nebraska held the ball for, they had 28 first downs. They didn't turn over the rock. Um, you you look up and down the the stat lines. Samari Toure had two catches for 108 yards and one touchdown. Jacques Ezian, 13 carries, 127 yards. Adrian Martinez wasn't asked to be spectacular, didn't have to be last year. Went 11 of 17 for 202 passing yards, one touchdown. And, and once again, like you go up and down the the box score. Um, Xavier Betts had an 83-yard touchdown run in that game. Ramirez Johnson had 12 carries for 74 yards. Marquis Stepp had 29 yards. Sevion Morrison had 26 yards. Um, and, and then you even got guys like Winemaster, Cooper Jewett, and uh, and Logan Smothers into the game a little bit as well. But you sit here and go, it, it, he, he put it a perfect way. Dominated the line of scrimmage last year, and they held on to the football and didn't make stupid plays. And what are we saying going into this game? Six of the 11 um, games between North Bra- Nebraska and Northwestern, if no- between Nebraska and Northwestern, six of the 11 games have been decided by less than nine points. Less than nine points. And in those close games, what's the biggest difference makers? Holding on to the football, playing disciplined football, limit- limiting penalties, and that's it, right? Take care of the football, control the line of scrimmage, control time of possession, and just don't be stupid. Don't shoot yourself in the foot. It's it's like the Iowa approach to at, at times where it's, listen, we know you're going to mess up eventually, so we're just going to kind of hang around until you do, and then that's when we're going to take it from you. 
And that's the Iowa approach. That's the Big Ten West approach with a lot of these teams, with Iowa, Wisconsin, and, and Northwestern, I suppose. But, like, you sit here, and, and, and what are we saying going into this this game on Saturday, Bach? It's take care of the football, control the line of scrimmage, and, and establish somewhat somewhat of a running game and you feel like Nebraska will come out on top of this one. Yeah, I'm just I'm still fascinated by just the way that he is approaching this offense, which is basically we have no clue what it's going to look like. Now, obviously, they did a lot of a tape study. He he mentioned that too, um, so I don't want to make it sound like they're not prepared. Um, but oh no, it, and, and that's one thing. Sorry to interrupt. With, with Pat Fitzgerald and his staff, they've been here for 17 years, and they know the Big Ten as well as anybody. The landscape of it they're going to be prepared. Oh, yeah. And they're going to make adjustments. Yeah, and so, I mean, I think, uh, you know, you can kind of listen to that and kind of think, well, I don't I don't think they have any idea what's coming. But uh, obviously they've they've done plenty of, oh, there's my. There's, uh, there's an ad being played, Doc. <laughs> there's an ad being Here, I'm going to turn off that. There we go. Off my, uh. Usually turn off my some yeah you get sound. <laughs> In any case, uh, yeah. So I, 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 you know, and the halftime adjustments is something that hasn't been uh, great for Scott Frost over his time here. And obviously, there, there's not a whole lot that has been. Um, but so maybe you kind of worry about that uh, a little bit. Maybe Pat Fitzgerald, maybe having a, a little bit of a coaching edge there. Maybe maybe that shifts. Maybe that changes with some of the new assistants that mm-hmm. Nebraska has brought in. Um, and you know, so I, I think that they, you know, he's trying to express confidence. He's trying to to boost his team up and and you know and 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 get them something anew. But I'll tell you this, and and, and I know a lot. Of- Sick of being upsold at gyms. My guy, you're currently a base member. For ninety dollars more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For hundred and thirty more, you'll be a swole member. And for just three hundred dollars more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. People kind of look back at those past games, like you said. I just, I don't think this Northwestern team is is close. I, I, I they didn't, they didn't have a huge off season of bringing in all these different names um, to look out for. They, they seem to be pretty similar to last year's team. Last year's team. I mean, struggled to score 17 points. They scored, you know, yeah. their, their final six games, they didn't. They did, they scored like 14 points was their high. Uh, I don't expect to see an explosive offense. I don't expect to see uh, a Mike Hankowitz defense back. You know, he, he's been gone for a few years now. Uh, I And, and if, I, if you do see it, I think it'll be improving over the season. So I think that this should be a, a game, like you said, as long as Nebraska doesn't shoot themselves in the foot, they should win by a few touchdowns. Which, in, in all honesty, is kind of the approach that we have we have had going into multiple seasons now. When you look at the Big Ten West, and it's not explosive offenses outside of Purdue, I suppose, has the capability with, with a guy like Aiden O'Connell at, at, at quarterback. Not explosive offenses. As long as you don't shoot yourself in the foot and you, you take care of the football, you sh- you're going to find yourself in contention to win a game every single Saturday. 
and and even against Purdue because they might lack in other facets of the game, you could find yourself in a position to compete on on Saturdays on any given Saturday. Uh, you talk about the the ability to score points and quarterbacks a big part of that buck. Uh, Pat Fitzgerald was asked if he's going to be naming a quarterback here before Saturday, and uh, he gave a pretty quick and, and short answer. Here's what he had to say really quickly. You know, Ben, I've been thinking about this all night, and I'm not going to tell you anything, so uh, how about that? <laughs> That's go. it. So we're not going to – we don't know who the starting quarterback is for Northwestern. And that, and if it's Brennan Sullivan – then he's got almost you know the same type of advantage Nebraska does, and not so much play formations and all that stuff that you got to read into. But um, that's a different looking offense. You wonder what it gives you gives Northwestern a little bit more room to expand their play calling because yeah. he's got some wheels to him as opposed to Ryan Holinsky. So um, I, I I think as far as hoping the Huskers win, I think Ryan Holinsky is kind of the safe bet. Um, because he doesn't impose too much of a threat. But as as far as intrigue for that game, if Brendan Sullivan runs out there, um, you know, I, then I'm then I'm interested. Then I think that Northwestern could be a little bit different. Like I said, I I don't think that they they have a whole lot. They brought back Cam Porter. That that's good for them. They lost their their star wide receiver. Um, they have their second wide receiver coming back from not a very explosive pass game. Um, so they're. <laughs> I, that's the one. That's the one wild card. If is, is is if they make a change at quarterback. What, what's interesting here is, like you said, Bach, they returned Ryan Holinsky, who started five games for them in 2021. He completed 54 percent of his passes and threw for a team high 978 yards. In five games, he threw for 978 yards, um, which was the team high. And here's the thing: so he finished 95 of 176 passes 54 percent of completion rate for 978 yards three touchdowns four interceptions that's that's their that's their returning starter at quarterback who started five games so when you when you look at this quarterback room you expect that they're going to be heavy run especially with a guy like Evan Hole returning that's that's the guy that Nebraska has to shut down if they want to win this game If, if if Nebraska or holds Evan Hole to under 100 yards, Nebraska's going to run away with this. I, I truly believe it. But if you allow holes to open, Nebraska's deep rush defense isn't as as sound as we think it's going to be or we project it to be. If the linebackers don't have a good day, if the front four don't have a good day, then there's this, this is one that, that Husker fans might be kind of holding on and, and biting their fingernails on at the end of the day if, if we look up in the third quarter and Evan Hole has 150 yards. And so it's just one of those things where if Nebraska, you don't need to have, now, now once again, you don't need to have a Nebraska defense versus Kenneth Walker type game like they did last year. You don't need that. But in a game that Nebraska's offense, we don't know what it's going to look like. We don't know how smooth it's going to be right out of the gate either. You need to hold the one playmaker that Northwestern has in check. That's that's the one thing that you have to do. You mentioned they returned their second best wide receiver, Malik Washington, who had 578 yards last year for two touchdowns. The, the the passing game for Northwestern is just not there, at least on paper. And with us not with Nebraska, I should say, not knowing who the starting quarterback is, they have to prepare for Ryan Holinsky and Brendan Sullivan, which might cause some Husker fans some some uneasiness. But it's one of these things where. You look up and down this roster, and and once again, Nebraska has the talent advantage on paper. Can they finally transition that to a Saturday? 
and and maybe it's not to the tune of fifty six to seven, but maybe it's to the tune of of a, of a thirty five to ten game or or a twenty eight to seven game. It, it can be a dominating win and just not put up fifty six points. If it looks good, you take care of the football and you do your job. That's that's what you got to do. Yeah, and, and keep in mind, I mean, last year again, it's it's it, it is exactly that. That's what happened in week zero. You didn't go in thinking, oh, Brandon Peters is just is is the biggest Archer fear Sitowski. in the world. Yeah, and, and even more so if, yeah, if exactly. Brandon Peters goes out, then Arthur Sitkowski would come in and beat you uh, because you just felt pretty good coming off a victory against him against Rutgers. Um, you know, so we've seen lesser teams beat Nebraska. Um, I don't know if I would say that. I mean, North, I guess Illinois is a little bit, maybe better than where, where Northwestern was coming in. And again, it, it you don't want to. I, I hate disparaging or, or, or say. I mean, Northwestern zero and zero too. They, they got a fresh slate. And that's why I preface this this first this segment here with they were both three and nine, and they're both losers of six in a row going yeah. back to last year. But they they just look completely different. As if there can be a completely different three and nine season, yeah. Nebraska and Northwestern had it. You could tell in the game that they played heads up. Obviously, Nebraska ended up having a forty nine point difference there. Um, but also the games um, that you know Nebraska had similar opponents to. It just as we know, Nebraska was playing everybody close, not that big of a gap. Um, Northwestern is the opposite. I mean, they they just they've got they look like they've got a long way to go, and and you don't expect them to make that in the first game of the next season. Um, so it 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 really is. If Nebraska has even you know less than two turnovers, I I think that they win this game. If you start getting more than that, yeah. um, then you allow Northwestern to stick around, and that that's going to be another uh, kind of note of interest. Is Nebraska's offense? Get rolling. Can they get to twenty-one points in the first half? If they, if they do, I think they win the game. I, I just don't think Northwestern can keep up. What, what's interesting, and Pat Fitzgerald, I want to get to one more quote before we get a break, and then and then also it was just the black shirts were just released, so we'll get to that. We'll we'll let you guys know who who received a black shirt in the next in the next uh, segment. But what's interesting here is, and Evan Bland actually asked this question of of what are some of the challenges of preparing for a bunch of new pieces. He asked Pat Fitzgerald this question. And it's one of those things, once again, Bach, where if Nebraska sits there at the end of the first quarter and they're down 10 to 3 or 14 to 3, you're sitting here going, all right, who do you turn to? What does the offense look like? And on the flip side, there's two ways you can look at it. We don't know what this offensive staff does at Nebraska when they're behind, and we don't know how they operate when they're ahead either. And so there's going to be a lot of things that we're going to be able to take away from this game on Saturday, a lot of questions that are going to be answered about how they operate more importantly than just, you know, the X's and O's type thing. Uh, so once again, challenges of preparing for a bunch of new pieces. We'll get this quote from from Pat Fitzgerald, who was asked by our, our Omaha World Herald's Evan Bland uh, earlier this week. Yeah. Yeah. How you doing, brother? Hope all's well out West. Um, <laughs> this is like the absolute norm for my staff. It seems like every year in the opener, it's a new head coach or multiple new coordinators. I mean, it's, it, it, we're kind of used to this. So it, it, you don't, you know, you don't start in August, right? This starts way back when in January and you do your all season studies, you kind of put together your preliminary game plans. You go through spring ball, see what the new pieces look like, and then kind of tweak that plan over the summer. And then you go through training camp and see if there's any, any rookies, you know, any freshmen that can get into the mix but it's, it's a lot. It's a lot of, it's a lot of organization. It's you're right. You, you gotta be careful of the paralysis by analysis, but like, you know, you pop on LSU tape and you see Trey Palmer and you're like, Oh yeah, th- there he is. You know, this dude's, this dude's a freak. You know, I mean, it, it, you pop on, 
you know, the Texas tape and, and, and it just, you know, there's Casey right away jumping out to you and Marcus it's, it's, it's not hard to see all those things when you pop on the tape. And then, you know, you, when you cut pop on the, the success that coach Whipple had, you know, the last few years at Pitt, um, you know, it's, it's really impressive. And, uh, and then, you know, how are they going to mesh that with coach Frost offense and, and the things that he believes in and how they do things there at Nebraska, you know, we're going to have our hands full, especially in the first quarter on how they're going to marry that together, you know, what they're going to do and how things are going to go. And then we're going to have to just plan to adjust with poise. And, you know, more importantly, as always in the opener, it's, it's about how you execute. It's about the turnover ratio, um, you, you know, making sure you can make big plays in the kick game and minimize those against you. And then, uh, you know, this game, you know, outside of maybe a handful uh, against us in Nebraska have been really close. So, you know, conditioning will be a factor, even though we're playing at 530 and it looks like it might be in the low 60s. It might feel a little bit more like a fall day. I'm not sure any of the offensive or defensive linemen on either team will be overly upset about that. So, I mean, Pat Fitzgerald, once again, in his 17th year, entering his 17th year, he gets it. He gets it. He he and he's fully admitted of, listen, after the first we don't know what they're going to do in the first quarter, but we're ready to make adjustments after the first quarter. So it's also one of those things where if you're a Nebraska fan, you come out and you need a quick start, not only in the first half or in the game in in its entirety, but in the first quarter, especially because you don't know once again, like, let's be, let's be honest. We don't know how Nebraska is going to react to the adjustments that Northwestern makes. We don't know what adjustments Nebraska is going to have to make to their offense or if they'll be ready to make adjustments to the adjustments that Northwestern makes. Those are the little intricacies within the game that we don't even think about quarter to quarter, half to half, game to game. Um, th- those adjustments, once again, what makes a big difference between a, a decent coach to the uh, and a great coach is their ability to make adjustments on either a small scale or a large scale. So it's just kind of interesting to think about. Um, I, I will add this part. Nebraska brings in 15 transfers. Northwestern brings in 11 this offseason. They brought in 11 mm. transfers. Um, and, and I can, I'm going to try to find the, I don't have the, the sheet pulled up, but I can after, uh, after the break. But once again, Huskers released the black shirts or just a little bit ago, just about seven minutes ago. So we will let you guys know who are your 2022 black shirts coming up next. Once again, a little, just a little bit of a deep dive hearing from Pat Fitzgerald on, uh, their, how they're kind of approaching Saturday's game in Dublin. They have arrived at Aviva Stadium, Northwestern has, so both teams are in Dublin, all safe and sound. We're good to go. And when we come back, we'll talk black shirts, talk a little more Nebraska-Northwestern. Want to hear more from you guys, 402-464-5685. We'll be right back. Nick Sander, Jake Bachoven, you're listening to Early Break on The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. 
You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life altering. And if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.